how and why do I pray? And um, what you've got there is, I mean, in some respects, it's quite an interesting uh, picture of what it might be like to be a supernatural God listening to all these millions of prayers coming in. And it's interesting that a third, uh, three quarters of the population admits to praying at some time. Three quarters of the, of the population. When you compare that with a sort of a, a church-going proportion of the population, which is very, very small, I mean, there's a huge mismatch uh, between how many people actually admit to praying and how many people actually go to some kind of formal religious worship. Lots of people pray at bedtime. I mean, some of us may have been brought up uh, with bedtime prayers. And I wonder if we are all absolutely honest how many of us could say that we have never, ever said a prayer. You know, in, in, in times of need, in times of real crisis, I, I find it hard to imagine somebody who, who hasn't shouted out a prayer or said a prayer in their heart. I, I used to be a soldier and um, there's an old adage that there is no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole. You know, so when the bullets are flying, the, the bombs are landing, even if you've never ever thought about God or been near a church or anything like that, when things are really, really bad, and you are faced with your own mortality, you pray. Don't worry, I won't ask for anybody to put their hands up to uh, admit to that or not. So what is prayer? Let me start off. What is prayer? Well, uh, in Christian terms, prayer is an, an important activity in our lives because we develop a relationship with God through it. We develop a relationship with our Father in heaven. Uh, Jesus says in uh, Matthew chapter 6, uh, verse 7, this is before he teaches us a really well-known prayer, certainly well-known in, in our uh, context here. It's, we call it the Lord's Prayer. Um, he says, And when you pray, do not keep on babbling. Uh, sorry, he says, quite dark here but when you pray go into your room close the door and pray to your father who is unseen then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you the lovely uh, you know the use of that word father just shows you it's about relationship and when we pray of course it, it isn't just to ourselves and it's not to others, it is to God our Father. Now there, this is perhaps a difficult kind of idea to get your head round, but um, in Christianity, uh, we try to make sense of Jesus and God and, and the Spirit of God, and, and we call it the Trinity, so it's three, and, and it's like God being in three persons. They're all the same importance, but there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I remember Conrad helping me get my head around this. I was saying, how do I explain this to my, to my children? And he said, well, it's, it's not simple, but one thing you could say is water can exist as steam, it can exist as a liquid, 
and it can exist as ice. And if you boil a saucepan of water, you've got water as liquid, you've got the steam coming off, and if you plop in a block of ice, you've got the three-in-one. That's been really helpful to me. But basically, we pray it is God our Father in heaven, the maker and creator of the universe, that has the real power to do anything. Uh, but the problem is, we don't really have the right to go straight up to God and say, God, please, will you help me? Um, you know, my relationships in tatters, you know, please pray for my marriage or, or whatever. We have no right to come to God and expect ourselves to be heard. We can't have confidence for anything we have done. But um, we can go to God in the name of Jesus. So, for example, uh, I can get a cheque out of my chequebook and I can write a cheque to you, to Sophie. I could say, pay Sophie Douglas a hundred million pounds. It's got my name on the cheque. Now, Sophie is, is a lovely, lovely person. Uh, she's also fairly astute and she will probably realise I don't actually have a hundred million pounds. So to Sophie that cheque will be worthless. Okay, but if the name on the cheque was Bill Gates or Warren Buffett or Sheikh Yamani King Faisal of Saudi Arabia, it would probably make her feel quite happy to be getting a cheque from them. So in my own name, I have no right there, but in the name of Jesus, in a sense with Jesus' name on my prayer, God will listen to it. And then one can pray in the Spirit. Uh, Paul writes in his letter to the church in Rome, um, he says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot, cannot express. So, God the Holy Spirit can help us to pray. So that's very briefly, I mean, you know, I mean, if you went to the library, I mean, there'd probably be about four, four entire blocks of shelves on prayer so but there you have what prayer is uh, in, 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 in four minutes but why do we pray well as I said at the start we can develop a relationship with God through prayer now some will say ah but hang on a moment if God is almighty and eternal and knows has known us before we were even a twinkle in our parents' eyes, you know, why do we need to pray? Surely he knows what we need. That's a good question. And I think it's because God doesn't want a sort of slot machine relationship with us. I, I'm a father of four children and uh, I can see, I can see, uh, particularly with the younger ones, you know, I can see what they need. Um, I've, got a to I've got a little little boy who's nearly a year old and I can see sometimes he's desperately 
trying to get into a box of toys and he just he can't do it. I, I can see what he's doing. But I quite like it that he looks at me and smiles and he can't speak. But there's this unspoken communication to me which says, Dad, can you help me out here? I can't do this on my own. I quite like to hear him speak to me. It's about a relationship. It builds our relationship up. And of course, prayer isn't just about asking for things. Prayer, I mean, a lot of people, and I confess, I've done this myself and will probably continue to do it, a lot of my prayers are asking prayers. Lord, please, I desperately need a new job. Or whatever it is, that prayer has been answered, by the way. Um, But also, you can pray prayers of thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. Uh, you can pray prayers of praise. Lord, I just, you're just so fantastic. Um, asking for things is valid, completely valid, and we, we all do that, and it's fine. And indeed, Paul teaches us to ask for all things. But I just don't want you to think that prayer is just about asking for things. And second, we pray because Jesus tells us to pray. He teaches his disciples not if they pray, but when they pray. Jesus' whole life, as uh, testified to in the Gospel, the eyewitness accounts, his whole life is soaked in prayer. He kept on taking himself off, going, going for walks, going, going, leaving the, the buzz of people. Remember this guy had hundreds, perhaps thousands of people constantly following him people begging to be healed. He had this constant clamouring of people. He used to take himself away to the peace and the quiet to pray to his Father in heaven. So Jesus teaches us to pray. And then Jesus uh, tells us there are rewards to prayer. Jesus said, you know, if you pray, you will enjoy peace, you will find joy. And of course we get answers to prayer and then of course prayer changes situations it is not true that what will be will be okay a lot of people uh, I know uh, certainly in, in Arabic countries there's the expression inshallah God willing you know what will be will be it's all according to God you know he's in charge well yes God is in charge but actually God wants some interaction. He wants to know, even though he might know what is on our hearts, he wants to hear us ask for things. Prayer can change situations. And if you want a very uh, good riveting read, read Exodus, second book in the Bible, chapters 32 to 34, to see how somebody called Moses prayed to God, begged him, Lord, I know we've messed up big time, but please don't destroy your people, even though they are full of rebellion. And God listened to him and didn't destroy the people. So prayer does change uh, situations. Um, There's a question. Does God always answer prayer well when we look through scripture we see 
why we may not always get what we want, what we ask for. God's promise to answer prayer is conditional. Okay, his love is unconditional, but whether he will answer prayers or not is conditional. And it's conditional on various things. I'm just going to pick a few of them. First of all, if we have unconfessed sin, okay, fancy, fancy words, what I'm talking about is things that we are doing wrong in our life, that we know are wrong, and we are not admitting to being wrong. So, uh, I mean, you know, one could pick, you know, any, any, any one of a number of things. But, um, I don't know, let's say we're, we're beating up our, our partner. You know, every night we get home, we drink too much, and we physically assault our partner. Now, I would say that if you are living in a relationship like that, which is so clearly wrong, so clearly against the law and uh, God's best wishes, best intentions for your relationship, I think it would be a bit odd as you've just kind of uh, put your knuckles, having punched your, your, your partner into kingdom come, you know, into some ice, and then go, Lord, uh, will you heal my knuckles? You know, I, I don't think God's going to answer that prayer. So, if you confess your sin and say, Lord, I've made a huge mistake. You know, I'm really sorry. I'm going to do my best to stop doing those wrong things. Please, will you heal me? I think he might do. So, that's the first thing. Unconfessed sins. And then there are our motives. What are we praying for and why are we praying? Now, uh, you know, the, 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 some people will say, I can't believe it. I went, to, uh, I went to so-and-so's house and we met to pray. And do you know what they prayed for? They prayed for a parking place for their shopping trip in the afternoon. And you think, oh my goodness, that's so pathetic. You know, praying for a parking place. I mean, there, there are millions of people going to die today of starvation and what have you. And you're praying for a parking place. Actually, I don't think it's wrong paying for a parking place, but sometimes we can pray with bad motives. And here is an example of uh, someone, I think it's from the 17th century, uh, somebody called John Ward of Hackney. Hackney uh, was probably in the countryside then, but it's, um, it's on the east end of London now. He said this, O oh Lord, Thou knowest that I have nine estates in the city of London, and likewise in the county of Essex. I beseech thee to preserve the two counties of Essex and Middlesex from fire and earthquake. And, as I have a mortgage in Hertfordshire, I beg thee likewise to have an eye of compassion on that county. And for the rest of the counties thou mayest deal with them as thou art pleased. <laughs> You know, totally and utterly selfish prayers. So sometimes prayers are not answered because what we are requesting is not good for us. Uh, you know, I'm a classic example of that. I prayed my socks off to be given a particular job. I've been convinced that this is where God wants me. This is the job for me. And I've gone through the interview and I've been rejected at the end of it. And I've been devastated. I've been going, God, you know, what is going on there? 
You know, I've even had the church prayer meeting in this very room. Everyone praying for will. We pray that this interview goes really well. And I don't get the job. And actually, I can look back now, and I know why I didn't get the job, because it wasn't the right job for me. We can't begin to have God's knowledge, his foresight and his wisdom on what is right for us and what is wrong for us. But so often we will pray for things that aren't right for us. They seem right to us at that time and we don't get them. And in hindsight, we can see. Somebody called Ruth Graham, who's married to somebody called Billy Graham, who's a very well-known Christian evangelist, said, if God did answer all our, uh, did answer all our prayers, I would have married the wrong man more than once. Uh, in, in the first book of John, uh, he says, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. The more we get to know God, the more we can pray in accordance with his will. So just to give you a you know, really stupid example, uh, you know, perhaps if I didn't know God very well, I could really earnestly pray that I would win the national lottery. Okay, because I think it would do me a lot of good. Yeah, I'd be a millionaire. You know, I could live in a posh house, give up a very poorly paid job and go on lots of holidays the whole time. Uh, but I don't think now I know God better, I don't even bother praying that prayer because I know, I know God's will for me and it is not that I go and buy a great big pile to live in and spend the rest of my life going on world cruises and fancy holidays. I'm not even going to bother going there with God, because I know, I know what his will for my life is. So we need to pray in God's, God's will. And um, So how do we pray? Well, uh, everyone has different ways of praying. Some people will pray just once a day, and other people pray little prayers throughout the day. But there's four things that's good to kind of get into your prayer. And the first one, and, and some of these words I suppose are a bit long and, and, and uh, difficult to understand, but um, there's an acronym called ACTS. ACTS. So A is for adoration. So it's great to start off a prayer. Think if you're praying to somebody you love. You know, if I went up to my wife, I wouldn't perhaps just go straight up and say... Uh, I need a list of station now. I might start off by saying, Hi darling, it's really good to see you. Your hair's looking great today. Just to show her that I'm showing her a bit of love. You know, so adoration. So when I sit down to pray, I start off by just trying to just forget everything I need in my life and just focus on him and what he has done for me. He has he's sent his son Jesus Christ to die the most horrendous death on the cross. For me, filthy, miserable sinner. And he's just washed me clean. I'm a new creation and I've got a lovely wife and a great family. And, you know, thank you, Lord. You are fantastic. Thank you. So that's kind of adoration. And then the second thing is confession. I mentioned that sometimes that can be a barrier to getting prayers answered. It's great just to, just to say to the Lord, listen, Lord, I'm... I'm really sorry, I really messed up today. You will have seen how I treated my work colleague. Uh, you will have 
sensed what was going on in my head and the fact that I was wanting to throw them out of the window of the 14th story. Please forgive me. You know, I'm really sorry for that and I will really try and do better tomorrow. So that's confession. And then there's thanksgiving. Do you know, I've got my daughter home for half term and she thanked me for something today. She's been at home for 12 days I cannot tell you how many times I've had to get my wallet out. She's been shopping for stuff. She has lost her shopping, so I've had to give her all the money all over again. Has she said thank you at any stage in the last week and a half? She did today. I'm going, oh. You know, I felt like getting out my wallet yet again and saying, listen, here, that's fine. It was worth it just for that one thank you. God likes it when we say thank you to him, when we acknowledge answered prayers. And then the last thing is S, which we call supplication. And that's a fancy word for just asking. Okay, my prayers, there's quite a lot of supplication going on. Um, But we ask God for things, and it's great to ask God for things. And they can be little things, and they can be big things. They can be, I need a parking place really badly this afternoon it's such a nightmare parking wherever you know please Lord it would really help me out or it could be Lord I'm praying for peace in the Middle East you know a huge prayer it doesn't matter what it's great to ask I want to show you a uh, I think it's all gone to sleep now a, a really classic okay now this has gone Ah, it's, it's, it's alive, it's alive, it's alive. Uh, when it comes back on, Conrad's been wait, waiting patiently for this moment. Ah, now I put it on blank, didn't I? So let me take it off blank. Mm-hmm. Is something happening? Can you see something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, we're away. Right, I need to change the input. Um, do you know... You know, some people call me really techie. Uh, and it's not true at all, is it? Um, I thought that was the video input. Right, let's just keep going. There we go. Right, but don't, don't press play just yet. Okay. <laughs> this is an armed robber caught on CCTV. Uh, in fact, if you just went back to the beginning, you'll see the gun. And Sorry, yeah, well done. And he's going in to hold up this little bank in the States. Can you just, just hit the, the, you know, go back to the beginning and then play? It, it is. Yeah. Is it? Okay, go for it. There we go, there's the gun. So he goes in, he's demanding money. He's, there's, there's pointing the gun there. And then it, this is over a period of 10 minutes, it's just a short clip. He ends up on his knees, Okay, praying, she's telling him about Jesus and how he needs saving because he's going to go to hell. And they pray together. You can see she's getting quite... They hug at the end. Okay, and he walks out. I find that absolutely remarkable. No, he didn't, but I think he picked up a $20 bill on his way out. So it, it, it's interesting. And then, and then he, I, th- 
I, he gave himself in uh, later. I mean, that, that, is just, that just shows you how powerful prayer can be. Um, so when should we pray? I think we should, we can pray anytime. We can pray... Yeah, 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 we can certainly pray if there's somebody going like that with a gun. Uh, there's some, I mean, there's so many great passages in the Bible um, of people who were suddenly put in really difficult positions and it records them saying what we call an arrow prayer. So literally in a split second they're just going, God, help me. What do I do now? And then God answers the prayer and sorts the situation out. So we can pray any time. You don't have to be all holy about it. You can pray if you're sitting on the loo in the bath. It doesn't matter. God doesn't care. All he wants is to hear your voice. It's good to pray alone. It's also good to pray with people. But sometimes it's great to pray on your own because there are no sort of distractions. And uh, it can be... It can, people can find it easier if you, if you kind of establish some sort of pattern to prayer. So for me, praying last thing at night is the worst possible time to pray. I'm totally exhausted. And I lie there in bed and I go, Lord Jesus, you're absolutely wonderful. I've had a great day today. I'm sorry for messing up. Can I? <laughs> you know. So I pray in the morning when I'm at my most awake uh, something to do with having about four cups of coffee. Uh, I'm at my most awake and sort of creative. Um, do you know what helps me? I'm an activist. My mind is always leaping on to the next thing. Is I pray with a, with a notepad next to me. So if, if I suddenly think, oh my goodness, I've forgotten to fill the car with petrol, I, I'll just stop praying just for a moment. I'll just quickly go fill the car with petrol. Boom, and I'm back to praying. Otherwise, the temptation is to get up, get in the car, and go and get some petrol. The other thing I do is I keep a prayer journal. I get through about a book and a half every year, and every prayer, every prayer time, I actually write my prayers down. And I've got a little key down the side. ATP means answer to prayer. TY is thank you. PR is prayer request. And it's great. I look back through, and I see all the PRs, the prayer requests. And I just go a few more pages and I see ATP. And it is incredible how many prayers of mine have been answered. Don't pray as you can't. Just pray as you can. Whatever suits you. And just remember that the enemy, Satan, the devil, whatever you want to call him, he trembles when a Christian kneels down to pray. Because the moment you start praying to God, there, there's a hotline going on. It's like in the Cold War when the US president used to pick up the telephone in the White House and speak to the, you know, the Russian president in the Kremlin. You know, there's a hotline. And Satan trembles when that happens. And then wait for God to act. Wait for God to act. You may have to wait a long time. I've had to wait six or seven months for this job eventually to make itself clear to me. Months. In fact, I've got through an extra book, okay, because I've been praying so much about this flipping job. Anyway, I'm there now. Thank you, Lord. So, um, just, I'm just going to close in a prayer now. Um, 
you know, you don't have to join in. You know, you may feel uncomfortable with this, but I thought I'd, pr- I thought I'd pray. And, you know, what I'm going to pray for is that tonight, those of you who have not prayed might just pray. And it can be a really short little prayer. Pray about something that hopefully isn't about, you know, getting rich quick. That is, that is something that you think God might really want you to be asking for. And then let's see. Let's see by the end of the course whether any of these prayers have been answered. So Lord Jesus, we, we thank you that you are here with us now by your Holy Spirit, listening to us, wanting nothing more than to hear our voices, to hear us come to you to ask for your help. So Lord, wherever we are, whether we are already committed to you or whether we don't even believe in you, but we think you just might just be there, there might just be some truth in all this God, Jesus, Holy Spirit stuff, Lord, we ask that you would be there for us and listen to our prayers and answer them. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.